episode of the Punk Racket Show is sponsored by the label Double Helix Records, an independent vinyl first label based in Arizona. Double Helix Records is the label home of Yotam Benarin, Near Beer, Survival Guide, and many more incredible artists. And they'll be announcing tons of new signings over the next two months, so stay tuned! Their catalog includes everything from guitar-driven indie rock and electronic indie pop to power pop and stripped-down acoustic rock. And of course, Double Helix puts out plenty of punk rock! They love working with good people who have something to say and their favorite thing is to bring that good noise to your ear holes, especially on vinyl. Check the show notes of the episode or visit doublelixrecords.com for more information about the label and enjoy this episode. Hey Punk Rock Human! If you like merch as much as I do, I strongly recommend you the website epicmerchstore.com. They have t-shirts, hoodies, mugs, hats, long sleeves and kids merch for more than 200 punk rock, ska, hardcore and metal bands from all around the planet. So if you like bands like Good Riddance, The Dreadnoughts, Friends of Rome, After the Fall, Diesel Boy, Krang, Straight Line, Polly, Randy and many more. Oh, they also have a Tony Sly tribute merch. They support smaller and bigger bands from all around the world. Plus, they ship worldwide and you can have a flat rate shipping cost. Get your merch at epicmerchstore.com. Hello, punk rockers. Salut les punk. Welcome to another episode of the Punk Rocket Show. Today is episode 89. I'm Emily, I'm your host, and I'm based in Quebec City in Canada. So let's celebrate punk rock music together, my friends. And today we're gonna celebrate the 28th anniversary of the band Useless ID. And for the occasion, they are gonna release a live album live in Tel Aviv. So my guest today is Yotam Benarin. I also make you some repunkmendations for two amazing skate punk bands. And those bands are Weak from Spain and Last One Down from the US. It's gonna be a fun episode. Oh yeah, and it's starting now. Hello, hello, beautiful punk rock humans. I hope you are doing great today. I'm good. I hope you had a rad punk rock week. I did. I've been so obsessed with the band Be Well. It's crazy, no jokes. I've been listening to their EP and their previous album on repeat recently. (laughs) And I'm going to try to have them on the show because the emotions in the vocals are insane. It's so contagious. When I listen to this band, I have shivers. Ah, wow. So yeah, I definitely have so many questions for them. I'm going to try to have them in the next weeks. I hope they're going to say yes. I'm also happy because, you know, during the holidays and a little after, there are not a lot of announcements from the band. So it's pretty quiet in the punk rock news. But this week I was scrolling the news on punk news, also on like some Instagram accounts, some newsletters on skate punkers. And I see that a lot of announcements have been made, so make me happy. For instance, hmm, super excited because City and Color will release a new album soon. I know it's not punk, but the guy is punk. <laughs> So, yeah, it's going to be on March 21st. And I already love the new single called Underground. I'm in love with this vocal. Dallas Green is a music genius, in my opinion. I also listened to my favorite Alexis on Fire's album, Crisis, in my car so often. So I'm a huge fan of Dallas. I also read that the band 7 Seconds is going to re-release their album Walk Together, Rock Together. It was originally released in 1985. I was like one year old. (laughs) I was a tiny punk rocker. Um, And and it's going to be remastered too. So it's going to be interesting to have a new sound on this album. And you know what? I discovered this band so late. I saw them for the first time last year. I I knew they they existed before. (laughs) But seeing them live for the first time last year, it was 
pretty incredible. They were playing with circle jerks. Um, negative approach was on this tour, but they, they didn't come in Quebec City. I was disappointed. But seeing Seven Seconds Live, wow. And what's interesting about this album is that they're going to also release an oral history book covering the years 84 to 86. So it's going to be included in, I hope, a vinyl. <laughs> And in this book, you're going to have comments from Milo, Jan McKay, Tony Hawk. So yeah, I love that. So this album release will definitely stay on my radar. And if you like music videos, I really recommend you to check the new videos from the band Hoff! Exclamation point. <laughs> Because they released videos for their songs Time Will Come and L, and you can find those songs on their album Free LSD that was released last year. I want to say welcome to two new patrons. The first one is Harold. He's from Holland. He's a huge fan of Offspring and he's gonna see them live in May. That's great. I saw Offspring, I think, four times and one of them was in 2012. It was at Le Festival d'été de Québec. It's a very huge festival. It was at an outdoor venue that can contain 100,000 people or so. And I was backstage because I used to date a dude in the band Mute in Quebec, a local band, and they were opening for Offspring. It was incredible. And Offspring agreed that we could stay for their set. So I was like, what? Very good memories. I always like to watch a couple of songs backstage when I'm invited, but after a few songs, I really prefer to go back in the crowd because the sound is much better. But that day with Huff Springs, I stayed backstage for the whole show just because the crowd was incredible. It was so beautiful to watch. Also, Harold gave me some recommendations that I might spread to you eventually. So I'm going to keep the secret for now, but we'll see in the next weeks. I also want to welcome Jimmy. He's from, originally from New York, but he lives now in Phoenix, Arizona. He loves to play guitar. He also loves to play hockey. That's great. He's also writing music, so I'm excited to hear something from you, Jimmy. His favorite bands are NoFX and Get Dead. And I agree that those bands are incredible. So thank you both of you, Harold and Jimmy, for supporting financially the Punk Rocket Show. It's much, 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 much appreciated. Okay, now it's time to listen to some great skate punk music together. Some punk rockers tell me sometimes that they wish they discovered new bands sounding like No Use for a Name, La Guagan, um, Face to Face. So my two recommendations of the day will make you happy, my friends. My first recommendation for today is for the band Week from Spain. They were formed in 2018. So yeah, they are playing fast and melodic skate punk. It reminds me a lot of those 90s Fat Records band. It's super melodic. They released their first album, The Wheel, in 2019. And their second one, A Guide to Adult Despair was released last year and I love, 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 love it. So let's listen to the song The Tide. Yeah. 
One of our sponsors this week is Double Helix Records and they're gonna release the new Useless ID album. Useless ID live in Tel Aviv. It's 28 songs to celebrate their 28th anniversary. Why 28? You're gonna hear the answer <laughs> in the interview because this week I'm super happy to have Yotam again on the show to talk about the album, the show where it was recorded, but also we talked about some of our productivity advices. <laughs> And he also talked about some crazy tour stories. During the interview, you're gonna hear the song Stopwatch live that you can find on the live album, of course. So enjoy. Oh, and check the show notes if you want to get a copy of this incredible live album. If you want to reach Yotam, if you want to check Double Elix Records catalog, if you want to reach Useless ID and the bands in my repunkmendations. Recording in progress. Hello, my friend Yotam. Hi, how are you? I'm good, and you? Good. I I got some. Uh, uh, I got a funny situation here. So oh. since I don't have no, <laughs> since I don't have yeah, I don't have a mic stand, so I kind of improvised. Oh yeah, that's great. It's like if you're singing uh, as a <laughs> yeah a yeah. So so I I improvised the stand with this thing. I think someone left it here. It was it was for the back or something. <laughs> and, I like that. And I got a I got a pillow here with a set of weights behind my back, so I can. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, where are you? Yeah. So so I'm in uh, Los Angeles right now. Oh. I got yeah. I got here like two days ago. I'm still, I don't know why it feels like I have jet lag and I'm not supposed to have, but my hours are kind of funny. Why? You know? where, where were you prior to that? In the East coast. So, uh, I think my hours are uh, like, I'm, I was, I was in your time zone. Three hours. Yeah. But I still feel kind of weird now. I don't know what, so for you, it's like 7 PM now. Yeah. It's 7 PM. And I feel yeah, great so is- because I had two naps today. <laughs> oh wow look at you <laughs> yeah so i'm like ha! i had two naps yep. two coffees so i'm gonna try to keep you awake <laughs> and no I, i i'm awake just feeling a bit weird <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah no i know yeah. i know it's it's hard sometimes even with a couple of hours sometimes it's enough to fuck our uh, yeah. normal clock for a while Yeah. Yeah. So today I think it's going to be a shorter interview compared to the last one because la- last time we spoke we talked about like all your background, your all your um all your projects and so today we will focus more on new project for for useless ID but first I want I just want to know how you've been doing since the last time we spoke a few months ago. What's up? Okay, so uh, well, uh, I I think I got married after we spoke. Yeah, yeah, you were uh, supposed to 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 get married a f- very uh, like a few weeks after we spoke, basically. Yeah, so we we had two useless ID tours in uh, Europe, short, mm-hmm. relatively short ones. Uh, I got married. Mm. Um, my wife also got her degree in architecture, and oh. then. Uh, Yeah, yeah, lots of stuff all at once. And then I was off to the US because I'm in the middle of a visa process now. Uh-huh. So so I have to stay here. I I can't move. I'm I'm uh, like the I'm like the sugar cult song stuck in America. You know that? <laughs> Why? Why you can't move? Oh, because because I'm working on a visa. So I don't have a, you know, it's like a procedure. Mm. <laughs> so I'm I'm kind of bouncing between the East Coast and the West Coast. Um Yeah, I mean, uh, writing music, uh, doing some other stuff. Yeah, and yeah, keeping keeping busy. Are you doing a, a lot of solo shows and still like live yeah. on your Patreon or stuff like that? Yeah, yeah. I well, uh, the past uh, few months uh, were a bit slower on the Patreon. Nor- normally, I. Yeah, I don't know how people spread out their time, but if I if I have time for it, so I like post every day and I go live every day and I do some stuff, mm-hmm. but then I could disappear for like two weeks. So I don't know what the rules are. Uh, Same for me. I'm sorry for it, my Patreon sometimes. Yeah. I'm not like super into it, but it's okay, I guess. I guess it's okay. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I love it. It's great. I yeah. could share like uh, all of my feelings there with the people. They're most of them are friends. So it's a, uh, yeah, it's a cool platform. I really dig it. I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm slowly getting back to it. I had some, I played some shows in the East coast, not a tour, but like, you know, it's kind of spread out yeah, some like shows. A, the, a show a week. And then, uh, and now I got some, something coming up. It's still, uh, we're still building uh, this, uh, little, uh, mini tour coming up. So oh. that's like the next thing. And at the end of February. Oh, that's great. And are you still producing for other bands these days? Yeah. 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 Well, uh, these days I do a lot of remote producing. Mm -hmm. So, uh, like, just like I'm talking to you, I could have a conversation with someone and uh, we can work on their songs. But uh, I'm open to work with bands at the studio as well. So if uh, whoever's listening, yeah. if you want your, song, your songs to be better, <laughs> you know where to find me. Yeah, and we, we talked a lot on the previous interview about how you work with bands and it's super interesting. So I, I really want the listeners to, to listen to the previous podcast. I'll tell you uh, on the introduction, I don't remember the number of the episode, probably like 60-something that you were my yep. guest. And we talked a lot about your producing works and yeah, that's interesting. Are you still giving also guitar lessons? You were, last time we spoke, you were about to give a lesson to a, a young girl and I thought it was great. Yeah, so. I, I think she's already like 10 or 11. Yeah. And we wrote, uh, I don't know, like an album worth, album's worth of That's songs together. Right. She, she was writing her own song. It, it wasn't yeah. like guitar lessons. It was like producing and... Oh, no, it, it, no, it was like uh, if she wouldn't have a song, we would just, I would just ask her like uh, how her week, like what she did during the week or like which, which friends she met or if she went to like the camp, like what happened. And then like while she's telling me all these uh, memories, like all these ex little experiences I'm writing down and taking notes... And then we, oh. we write a song about it. But now she started bringing in her own songs. So it's like less work for me. I just get to listen <laughs> and and kind of help her uh, structure it. Oh, that's so great. I should yeah. hire you for my own band because <laughs> I'm really stuck. I do nothing. Let's go. I'm paralyzed. You know, you probably that's know know that that phenomenon. That, that that problem that some artists have, like writer's block. Yeah. Because yeah, and I know many, many ways to get out of it. So oh. let, let, I'll, I'll shoot you a message after the, the episode. Okay, but okay. So today I want to talk because uh, I want to talk about the new project for Useless ID. You're going to release a new live album. That's great. Yeah. Talk to me wow. Uh, about that. So the li the live album is. Uh, actually, the 25th anniversary of Useless Society, which happened in 2019. Mm. And uh, for years, we spoke about it. We wanted to capture uh, what the band is like live because, you know, on on the records, it's uh, produced and yeah. we work on the takes. But we always felt that we're such a killer live band, to be honest. Like, yeah. <laughs> so so why not uh, find some way to document it? Uh, I'm not saying before it's too late, but <laughs> around that time, it was... Yeah, you know, that 25 years, it's almost 30 years. And uh, and we got some stuff coming up for that as well. But, um, you know, uh, when when a band, I, I don't know when, like if we were at our prime at some point, I, I always feel like we're at our prime, like for many years, like uh, we get on stage two, three shows in uh, during a tour and we're just killing it. We're on fire. Ah. So. Yeah, it, it was a good time to document it. We just finished uh, a short run with Descendants in Europe, mm -hmm. and and we were just like at it. So why not? And that was, I think, that was the last show, one of the last shows we played. Last show in Israel for sure before COVID. Then we did some mm -hmm. little Japan thing, but um, yeah. So I, I'm excited for this. Yeah, it came out really great. I thought it was for the 28th anniversary. Now is the 28th anniversary. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, we didn't really want to confuse it with uh, Jeff and M at Double Helix because <laughs> we're like, we're celebrating our 28th anniversary with our 25th anniversary. People are going to be confused. Just let's call it live in Tel Aviv and, <laughs> and yeah, uh, because whoever I, wants to. <laughs> actually, one of my questions was like, why 28? Is it a magic number for you? But yeah, okay, I understand. A lot of bands do that too. Like they celebrate yeah. their 25th or 30 but like a year or two after it's fine 
I, I think it's cool if uh, you know suddenly we de- we decide that like a number like twenty eight. Yeah, that's yeah. the that's the thing to go. Who who cares about thirty? Twenty eight. You know exactly. Like, uh, I thought it was funny. Um, yeah. So tell me about that show. Where, where exactly was it? I know it's Tel Aviv, but what venue is it? A a venue that you that you like um, so a lot or. Yeah, so this is the venue we normally play at when we're in Tel Aviv, when we're in, uh, doing our, our big show in Israel. Uh, throughout the years, uh, No Use for a Name played there, No Effects played there, uh, MXPX played there, you know. So man, that that's just like to name a few of like punk bands from our scene, but many like uh, bands from different scenes. That That's the place to play if you're going to play to like... Uh, I would say 500 to 1,000 people. Like oh. 1,000, it's it's is sold out. Maybe they made the place a bit bigger, but I think 1,000 is pretty much where you you cap it off. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, we feel at home over there. We have uh, our home crowd over there, and it's always uh, a wonderful. Uh, it's always a wonderful experience. We always. I don't know. We get so energized playing that show, and once the the show's over, it's like, wow, that was fun, you know. <laughs> uh, so you know already that it's gonna be a live show that you're gonna record. How do you prepare for a show like that? Oh well, I I knew. Uh, well, the best thing to prepare for something like this is to n- not know that it's being recorded. But we knew. Yeah. So, uh, cause... Yeah, because many times. Uh, even when I'm doing solo shows, someone records it. And like, even uh, Jeff from double helix, he, he recorded in like, you know, in to the computer and I didn't even know about it. So that was good. And then yeah. I got the track and I listened to it. And I'm like, cool. I didn't even know this is great, but we knew with this, uh, with this show and we didn't really make a big deal out of it. We were just like, you know, we were well rehearsed. We, we were playing all summer long mm-hmm. and the band, everything was in the pocket. So it just to get up and, go through our set oh did you tell the crowd i don't think so no i i <laughs> i think we were too busy with uh yeah we left we left some of our banter in. i mean we we <laughs> wouldn't want people to go home and listen to this the double lp hearing like a whole ton of hebrew because at some point it's like okay guys come on let, let's get it on oh. but uh yeah we, we Didn't, we didn't make a big deal out of it from from my recollection and from my listening to this show many times during the mixes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, because you mix it, you you work on the sound a little to make it uh, more. Uh, how can I say that? Uh, easier to listen on a vinyl or on on, a, on an album. Yeah. So uh, Jason Livermore from the Blasting Room. I'm sure you know him. Yeah. He, Yeah, he mixed and mastered this and it's crazy. It sounds so good. And there's, you know, many bands that do the live thing, they always do a, like, uh, I don't know how many edits, but, you know, they may like mm-hmm. tr- retrack vocals or retrack a part where they me- messed up or something. What, oh. Whatever you're going to get is, I would say, 98% of what we did. Maybe there's just like one or two things that I told Jason, you hear this little thing, it's kind of nudging at me, but it's not... You know, it's not cheating. I mean, uh, it it is us. It's like uh, the, some songs are faster. Some like, you know, there's like a song or two in there where the guitars are not exactly tuned because, you know, you're playing like yeah. almost 30, 30 songs. So, you know, there's no way around that. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's us for I, I have, better and for worse. <laughs> have, maybe maybe it's a dumb question because I don't know anything about that. But like back in the days in the 90s where uh, when like the live in a dive albums of No Use for a Name, for instance, were recorded. Um, do you think they it did it a lot of those at the time or well, was, I don't know. It's hard to say. I can't I can't speak for for no use or any of the bands on what they did mm-hmm. but listening back I, <laughs> some of some of these uh, live in a dive sound sound like an actual album to me you know they sound perfect so that that's all I'm going to say <laughs> Yeah okay yeah, I, I the u- the useless ID show sounds great but it's not perfect and that's what cre- what's great about it Yeah that, that's what we expect from a live album too that it's not as perfect as a you know a normal yeah album. it shouldn't be unless uh i don't know unless the band is terrible live then 
then there's no real then, reason to do yeah. to do a live. <laughs> if you're really bad live, then just don't do a live album. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I think we caught it right at the good moment because. You know, then we did that uh, little run in Japan. That was February, and already people were starting to talk about COVID, like sorry, coronavirus, before it ter- morphed yeah. into COVID, and oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. rest of the stuff it morphed into. And then we kind of like everyone went in his own world. I was just trying to find a way to be with uh, Paula, and uh, mm. everyone was in his own little, uh, you know, cubicle for a while. So, oh yeah, and uh, how was the show? So, the show I chose. Yeah. The show's amazing. There was like a there was a a bittersweet moment. Uh, if I, if I could just talk about myself, like sure. for one second. So Paula was at the show, and she was supposed to fly right after we were done. Like so, we oh. pretty much finished the show, and I drove her to the airport, and and we were both crying in the car. I mean, I was like, because you know that great rush you get after playing, I don't know, yeah. did like thirty songs to to like a, a full club, and uh, you know it's a hometown show as well. So I was like on a crazy high. I was like on cloud nine. I was begging her to stay. I'm like, oh. screw the flight, stay a few more days. Let let's just go home. And she couldn't. She she really had to go back. Oh. So uh, that was kind of like a, a bummer for me. Oh, but yeah. going back, yeah, going back to the show, it, it was great. I mean, like. Uh, uh, we had guests uh, come on stage and uh, bother our set, uh, <laughs> and uh, we had we had a, f- a few guests to play with us as well. Like for State of Fear, oh. we had two two guys from the band Shredhead. It's a local metal band from Israel, so they joined us, and uh, yeah, it was one big party. Mm. And so you you said that it was like a normal show. So because I wanted to know if you. If you had like, if you struggled to make the set list for recording a live show, because sometimes maybe you would like to put us to play a song you usually don't play because you think it's gonna be good to be on the, on the live album. So, but what was like yeah. your your normal set list or? No, it was a longer set list, of course, because uh, you know, yeah. uh, <laughs> opening for <laughs> opening for Descendants, you don't have uh, two hours, <laughs> but. <laughs> <laughs> but but even our show, uh, like the shows we did, we, I mean, even if I'm going to a concert, I don't think I want to see anyone more than an hour. You know what I mean? Like, uh, unless it's so great, unless it's the Pixies, you know, Pixies can play forever as far as I'm concerned. But anyone else, you know, we we come from punk rock. It's, yeah, it's like it. 30 minutes, yeah. 40 minutes, you know, in and out. You you just kick ass and leave. So, uh <laughs> With with that in mind, even though we did play a lot of songs, it's still like an hour or something. It's not nice. it's not like a three hour concert where we start jamming and like talking and mm. it's very intense. And uh, we pretty much played all the songs we knew. I think we added a few more from Redemption, like, you know, Kiss Me, Kill Me, a song like that or Pink Stars and Magazines. Those are two mm-hmm. we don't normally do. Oh, okay, good. And so you didn't fight with your bandmate <laughs> for which no. you gotta choose or not. No, we we didn't fight. We're just uh, so I think we're so used to each other by this point that you know not to step on that guy's toes about this thing. He knows yeah. not to step on the about that thing. And yeah, it, like I I feel like. Uh, It's like every time we celebrate something, whether I remember the 20 year anniversary anniversary we did for the band and I remember the 15 and the 10, something always lines up. I think everyone's just like uh, present and there and just uh, on it. So, yeah. Yeah. So right now, um, I mean, soon you're going to release some videos of two songs. Is it released already? Is it already released? Well, uh, Jeff has them. So <laughs> yeah, I saw so, them. Maybe I'm lucky, but <laughs> yeah. Did you like them? Yeah, very much. So and the, yes. um, the song recording is great quality. Yeah, it's great. Exactly. Great. Exactly. Song. I feel like uh, so one of the songs is blood pressure. Yeah. Looking, looking, like looking back and listening back, I feel like that's one of the best sounding songs in this set because to me it sounds almost identical to the album version it's like i don't know it just sounds great i don't i don't know what so i i'm like all right so i really want people to hear this one and uh and then there's stopwatch and also Mm -hmm. we had a friend uh filming the shows with like we had a few friends so it was like a three camera angle thing oh nice yeah so 
which uh by the way i'll do a bit of promotion on that so whoever buys the double lp gets a link to view the the actual video footage with the sound so oh, you get a little bad. bonus there yeah so and when is it gonna be released uh like to 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 all your fans uh this this spring I don't know the exact date. I, I think we're still uh, planning. We're still kind of like working around the the schedule of, of the record uh, record plant. Mm. But yeah, Double Helix is killing it. Oh, you know, yeah, um, they're so nice. They when, are so so supportive. When everyone was, yeah, yeah, so great. When everyone was struggling to you know re release their vinyls uh, during COVID and like pushing back releases, they they were like, we could have this out by the spring. And, uh, you know, that was like a, a few months from when I spoke to them. Like, they, I'm talking about my, wow. my album, Young Forever. So I'm like, wow, these guys are great. So Great people, so, for real. Yeah. Mm. And so you're, you're celebrating 25, 28 years. So are you writing the same way now than compared to when you started? Uh, writing songs, you mean? Yes, writing songs and lyrics. Because 25, it's, 28 years is a lot. It's, it's a long time, man. It's it's interesting. Now, insane. I think now more than ever, I realized. The, the, okay, first of all, I need like crazy quiet to write songs. I I I kind of changed that when I was touring a million days a year. When I was just uh, solo touring, so I would sit in the car uh, and try to write every day, and some of that actually became songs. But I think I'm at my best when there's like dead quiet and I could just like act as weird as I want and as and not judge myself. I think uh, when I was uh, younger, I just didn't uh, overthink things too much yeah. and I didn't process and I didn't have such a long resume of songs that I I'd write a song and I say, oh, I got that one already. Oh, shit, I got that one. So it, it becomes a bit harder. But uh, when you got an interesting subject to write about, like uh, the song we did, Same Old Revolution, I felt like uh, that's something we didn't do yet. And also musical, music-wise, it's like kind of a bit more clash and kind of like a bit more uh, UK vibe to it, mm -hmm. like, you know, like punk. And uh, so, yeah, so I, I think uh, you just got to keep going. Uh, so for me, I'm just getting back to it now after like a few months of working mm -hmm. on other stuff. Mm. Yeah, because I, I wonder if you, like, when you play older songs, like, are you like, oh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't write it the same way, twenty eight years after? Uh, no, Before but sometimes can... I I play a song and I'm like, how the hell did that song happen? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, just like because I because I I still I don't think anyone really has an explanation for songwriting because it's not like. Uh, There's no like rule to it. There's no like uh, if you do A, B, C, so you're going to write a great song and, and you'll know right away why it's great. I don't know. It's just something you do if you have it in you. And uh, the more you do it, the better you're at it. And once you stop or once you uh, stumble into writer's block, so it's a bit harder to get out of that thing mm -hmm. if, if, you, if you're not in motion. You know what I mean? So, oh, yeah. so I, I, I have to go through a few like uh, songs that are okay. And and until I'm back on track, mm -hmm. oh. that's what I feel with me. Yeah, and in 28 years, do you have like one particularly memorable tour story or show story, a crazy show or something you you know you will remember for the rest of your life, a specific memory? Wow, there are so many of them. Probably. I mean. Uh, Uh, okay, so uh, there was what, one really funny one. I think I told this to someone one time, or maybe I told it on my Facebook thing. And this was actually somewhere in Canada, maybe uh, uh, it, uh, oh, not Alberta, Edmonton, something. What, what, what? I don't know. I'm getting the places. Oh, oh, the P Petersburg. Is there like a Peters, Peters something in Canada? Probably. Not P in Peters. Yeah, I forgot the name. But anyway, so we played this show and uh, we ended up sleeping at this guy's house that uh, we didn't know anything about. And he was kind of weird. But, uh, you know, we, we're weird, too. So it's okay. But uh, he had a lot of people over and we're falling asleep in his living room and it was already 4 a.m. And I, I'm like telling him, hey, can you tell the rest of these people that came to party that the band wants to go to sleep? <laughs> so, I mean, it's late and we got a show tomorrow. He's like, yeah, 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 yeah sure. So anyways... Uh, 
everyone everyone leaves uh we go to sleep and i i take the bed with the drummer uh gideon who he ishai's brother who was uh with us at the time and we go to sleep so uh around two hours later i open my eyes you know just like uh as you do sometimes when you're sleeping and i realize the guy's liking lying across us naked like with <laughs> only his only his underwears on and i look to gideon who's like half asleep i'm like dude is this a dream are you seeing this and he looks he's like ah! and, I, and the guy and the guy says don't worry i got everything covered the cops uh, are okay and i'm like what the fuck is he talking about he's like no 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 you can relax and then this guy he kissed my knee and he says uh you are okay and then he kissed his knee and he says you are okay and i'm like fuck this shit so we get up and we get dressed and he's like no no guys you can stay you can sleep here and i'm like we're not sleeping here so i wake up guy and i wake up Isha. <laughs> everyone's like yeah everyone's like what the fuck is going on and and we're we're running outside of his house and he's chasing us in his underwear yeah because he <laughs> to he, the van he's like he didn't have time to kiss all members knees yet just <laughs> yeah, to yeah i don't I don't know. Like, there's so many weird stories. I mean, once this guy gave us a present, he gave us this like half cow's jaw and he said, hey, I want I want to gift this to you as a and th there were still like teeth on it. And we're like, what the hell are we supposed to do with this, man? <laughs> so the the stories are endless. And uh, wow. Wow. Yeah. I wonder that that's a lot of weird stories for real. Yeah, th those are the weird ones. Uh there are many good ones that yeah. stand out. I mean, we played uh, great shows. We have some uh, many wonderful memories with uh, No Use for a Name, of course, who we toured with a lot uh, uh back in the day. And uh yeah, some fun stuff. Oh, that's great. And it's fun that you could listen to your live album afterwards and you're like you remember all those memories because it's like a, because it's an anniversary album so it's great yeah pretty much uh, it's the 25th anniversary celebrated on the 28th yeah, yeah why not <laughs> why not other projects soon that i should know about me and the listeners we should know about okay so for the past six years i've been uh, working on a book so speaking oh, of yeah. speaking of these stories that's why i remember them so well because i wrote some of them uh inside so yeah i i a lot of hard work it's my first time doing it so i want it to come out a certain way so i keep like adding i keep uh, subtracting i keep editing yeah so uh i finally put a deadline uh This this February, I'm uh, handing it over to an, an actual editor, someone who who knows what she's doing, <laughs> and uh, and yeah, that's and then uh, we're gonna hand in the book, and hopefully it'll see the light of day next year. I don't know. It's a uh, different. Ah. It's different than uh, the records, but I'm really happy with the the way it's coming out. I really like punk rock books and memoirs. Memoir. Yeah. That's insane. I'm going to take a note of this and ask you <laughs> periodically. <laughs> Is it yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd love to come back once it's out yeah, and then we'll definitely. talk some more stories. Anytime you're like, uh, all, all the time you're, you're welcome on my podcast. So thank you. Thank uh, you. So nice. Thank you. Your time. It was great. I'm excited to for the release of the live album. I'm going to give all the information to the listeners when it's out and 
Wonderful. Thanks for double. Thanks to Double Helix too. Great people and have a great uh, end of PM in California. How's the weather? It was like there was like crazy rain recently. Is it is it yeah. better now? Yeah, it's better. I mean, I I didn't leave the house today. I just I sat. Uh, speaking of the book again, I, I sat four hours in the morning. I, I'm becoming good at like sitting down and working on like you know editing and stuff. It, it's just like anything else, you know. Even with songs or with anything uh, you do, then uh, this is something that Bill Stevenson also told me about his work ethic with uh, Descendants. If uh, the listeners want to hear, oh yeah. Every time he every time he's gearing up for a tour. So he, he he starts rehearsing. So you start you start slow because you know if you're playing Bill Stevenson stuff on drums, you can't just uh, <laughs> go at it a hundred percent. So you start you play like I don't know like ten songs and you chill out. The next day you do you add another song, another song, and like every day you're kind of like massaging this muscle, the like mm -hmm. muscle memory. So the more you do it, suddenly he's you know at uh, playing the Descendants set every day, like you know twenty whatever songs, yeah. and he comes to tour and he's ready. Yeah, so. and that's great because uh, recently I've been working a lot on my routines and my healthy habits and stuff. And I read something and it says, if you want to achieve your goals, the secret is in your daily routine. So every day you have to be focused on your goals and have specific tasks and stuff. And I'm working a lot on, uh, on it. So. Exactly. And you know what's also good if you're into that stuff? To get a vision board, to have have it written yeah. in front of you. Yeah. Right. I, I use those and it's great. I get so much stuff, so, so many things done mm. with that thing in front of my face. Like, do this, this, yeah. this, and this, and this. I have a planner <laughs> and I write a lot of, I, I draw a lot. I do like colors and it motivates me to, to just check my tasks. And <laughs> I'm working a lot. Great, great. So it, Yeah. makes me more productive for the podcast, the radio show, my day job, everything. Yeah, you, you're busy. <laughs> yeah, but also I'm, I procrastinate a lot. So I was like 2023, the year that I stopped procrastinating and I really achieved things and I, I want to be proud of myself. And spe specifically, if you have big goals, like writing a book, I want to write songs. So you have to... to, you have to To schedule it in your daily yeah. routines, in your daily... You have, you have to put in the work. I mean... Yeah. Uh, sorry, I'm moving around here. <laughs> That's fine with your great setup. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, if you want to like uh, kind of dip the toes in this uh, subject real quick, yeah. what, what I realized works for me if I get up in the morning and, you know, I'm not looking at my phone for the first, I don't know, 20 minutes oh, or yeah. something. That's a new thing I'm doing now. Like, you know, I... You're waking up. You're. It's like the 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 first thing you see, and the you you don't want any of that distraction because mm. that sets you on this. I wouldn't say anxiety, but that just puts you on this uh, certain pl uh, place in your head. Yeah. So if I'm not doing that, I have a, such a better morning. So we start with that, and then I just try to get a lot of stuff done for the the next few hours. And yeah. normally by even like it. In the evening time, um, that's when I kind of like clock out. I would say like 7 or 8 p.m. unless I have to answer someone's urgent email. Yeah. I try to like, okay, this is this is my time to kind of kick it, maybe play the guitar a bit, maybe read. Uh, once mm -hmm. again, trying to stay away from uh, YouTube and um, oh, yeah. scrolling Facebook and all that stuff. I know. You're so right about looking at your phone in the morning because I do that all the time. And even if, Every, uh, yeah, even yeah. if it's like my Instagram that I really like, I think it's like 95% positive stuff. But just waking up with like 10 messages, I'm like, okay, I'm working. It's like if I'm working, da, 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 da. even if it's I, I, fun. I'll tell, I'll tell you what, everyone's doing that. Even I was doing that. And I remember like I was like a three or four weeks ago that uh, I told Paula, okay, tomorrow morning, I'm not looking at my phone for the first 10 minutes. And it was so hard. I woke <laughs> up and I was like, ugh, ugh, ugh. but now, now it's becoming easy. Mm -hmm. Now I'm like 10, 15, 20 minutes. I'm just like with my thoughts, with my head, just trying to like chill. I don't know. Maybe I'll get into meditation. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> why not? Everything that make us feel better more zen or more productive is good there's no perfect recipe but everything can be good at the same time 
So yeah. Oh, we should talk more often about our productivity tools. <laughs> Let, let's do that. And by the way, uh, I'll I'll send I'll send you a message yeah. afterwards about. The second repunkmentation for today is for the band Last One Down from Nevada in the U.S. The band sent me their vinyl recently for the album Failing Dreams, released in September. Wow, the color is gorgeous. I have the purple variant. It's great. I love the sound because once again, it's a fast and melodic punk rock band. They are very influenced. Influenced? <laughs> influenced. <laughs> no, they are influenced by bands like Face to Face, Melancholy, No Use for a Name, Strung Out, and I can hear some Pennywise influences too. It's really good. And one of my favorite songs of them is Enemies, so let's listen to it. for listening thank you to our sponsor epic merch store and double elix records thank you to all my patrons thank you to scott hallquist the co-producer and editor of the podcast if you like this episode you can share it to your social medias it's super helpful if you tag me because it would be fun that more punk rockers discover the podcast and be part of the crowd with us You can also rate it five stars if you mean it on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You can also give me some feedback. You can reach me on social media. My username is Punk Rocket. So please send me some DMs if you have guest suggestions, if you want to promote your band. I love to talk to you. 
can't wait to be back next week. But until then, punk your life. And I'm going to a brunch with my family. Mm, I'm hungry and I want another coffee. <laughs>